Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. Make sure to follow us on Facebook for more information on upcoming podcasts, education, and Facebook fun. Welcome to the Zoo Nation podcast channel brought to you by Zupreme. Zupreme makes healthy food for pet birds, rabbits, guinea pigs, and ferrets. If you're listening today, your home has probably experienced the love and happiness of owning a non-traditional or exotic pet. We know it's a zoo in your home sometimes. Here's Dr. Lori now to help you learn more about the care of that special pet in your home. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Hess, Director of Pet Health and Nutrition at Zupreme, and you're listening to podcast number 20. Today, we're going to reach into our mailbag and talk about some of the questions you asked on our Facebook page. Remember that whenever you're listening to these episodes of Zoo Nation, you can follow our Facebook page and, and ask questions that you have specifically about your animals, whichever exotic animals they may be, birds, ferrets, rabbits, rodents, we're happy to answer them. So if you follow the Facebook page, we will have posts before every show there where you can ask these questions for me to answer on the show. And you're also going to see some sneak peeks to episodes you may have missed there. Today, we're going to start our mailbag with Kim B. from Minnesota. She asks, our birds get sensible seed and pellets and we mix both bags together, working on fresh veggies as well. Uh, my birds use their collarbone and they have UV light, but my question is, do they need extra calcium and vitamins since we're in Minnesota during the winter season? That's a great question, Kim. Uh, a lot of people worry that their birds are inside and they're not getting ultraviolet light, so they're not making the proper vitamin D um, in response to the ultraviolet light in their skin. And we know that vitamin D is critical to absorbing calcium from food. So you can be feeding the greatest diet in the world with lots of calcium, but if your birds don't have UV light, then they may not be absorbing it properly. Um, Kim mentioned that she has UV light for her bird, which is terrific, and I do recommend UV light for all birds. Um, if they're outside, that's great, they're exposed to sunlight. But during the winter months when they're inside, um, you really do need to provide artificial UV light for your birds. And there are some very safe lights made specifically for birds in the wavelength and the spectrum of light uh, that will help them make that vitamin D so they can absorb those wonderful nutrients like calcium from their diet. So uh, it sounds like Kimby is doing really well. The birds are eating a good diet. They have a cuddle bone, which is a source of calcium, and they also have UV light. So my answer to Kim's question is uh, whether they need extra calcium and vitamins in their diet um, since they're in Minnesota inside is no. If you have ultraviolet light for your birds, if you're providing them with a good diet um, that's balanced in nutrients, uh, in vitamins and minerals, like pellets, as we always say they are, um, and you're providing them with some cuddle bone in case they're reproductive and they um, start to lay eggs. We know that eggs have a lot of uh, calcium in them, obviously, in the shell, and birds who are reproductively active and laying eggs, um, even if they're not laying fertile eggs, even if they're just laying infertile eggs, like many birds do in captivity, um, they are turning over a lot of calcium. So as long as you're providing a reproductively active bird, like Kim's birds, additional calcium, um, and they have the UV light and a, a great base diet of pellets, you shouldn't need 
need to add additional calcium. If you don't have cuddle bone, if you have one of those rare birds that really doesn't like cuddle bone when you provide it, and your bird is reproductively active, you have a female bird who's laying lots of eggs, you might want to add calcium under the direction of a veterinarian. Um, veterinarians can give you prescriptions for liquid calcium if your bird doesn't take a cuddle bone. But we don't typically add calcium to the diets of non-reproductively active birds, to birds who are not laying eggs, if they are on a good diet of pellets with a smaller amount of vegetables and a little bit of fruit perhaps, and they do have ultraviolet light if they're inside. So remember that pellets are balanced in vitamins and minerals and contain all the nutrients your bird needs to live a happy and healthy life. And you don't have to add vitamins and minerals because if you try to do that, you can actually throw off the balance of vitamins and minerals that is already existent in the pellets. But that was a great question and one that we hear all the time. Let's go to another question from one of our listeners. Vicki S. from Florida asks, My McCall loves the large fruit bend pellets, but I was wondering if the natural flavored ones would be a better choice, having less sugar in them. Well, the answer is, uh, good news, Vicki, um, the natural and the fruit bun pellets have the same nutrients in them. Um, there's no added sugar, so if your bird prefers the fruit blend, and many birds do prefer a fruit blend over natural because they like the different shapes, they like the different colors. Um, we know, we've talked previously about how important color is to birds as a sense. They select out different colors, they actually see ultraviolet light, so the colors they see are different from the colors that we see, but color is a very important sense to birds and some birds won't eat natural colored pellets uh, sort of a beige or neutral colored pellet while they may select out um, the certain colors or certain shapes that are present in fruit blend so um, the answer is you don't need to worry about added sugar in fruit blend Um, it's perfectly good for your birds it's very safe some people prefer to feed uh, a more natural looking pellet which is why Zupreme offers the more uniform shape and uniform color of the natural pellet, but um, there's no worry at all in having added sugar or anything like that in fruit blend because all of the pellets that Zupreme makes, the fruit blend and the natural, have the same nutrients in them. But that's another great question that we're asked all the time. And fruit blend is just a, a terrific diet for birds because it has all those nutrients, those vitamins and minerals that we stress are so critical in keeping a bird happy and healthy uh, and having a balanced diet. Let's hear from another question in our mailbag. Um, Crystal D. from North Carolina asks, how much time should a ferret be out of the cage a day? That's a great question. Now, we haven't had a chance to talk about ferrets, and I I do see quite a few ferrets in my practice. Ferrets are really playful and fun and quite energetic animals, and it is really important for them to get some time out of their cage. They need to run around. They need to blow off steam, and if you've ever watched a ferret coming out of his or her cage, you see that they can get kind of crazy. They're rambunctious. They'll run around, they'll roll around, um, they'll climb up and they'll race across the floor. And it's important because just like other animals, they need exercise. Um, Ferrets who are kept cooped up in their cages all the time tend to get fat. They they do, you know, kind of what we do, which is to become couch potatoes and sit around and eat if they're bored and they have nothing to do. So having them out of their cage and running around is really important. And um, the question from Cheryl about how much time should a ferret be out of the cage um, is, is a good one. The question, the answer really is as much as possible. As long as the ferret is supervised, 
um, and out of the cage running around in a safe space where they can't chew on things, um, run out the door, run out a window, get caught uh, in something. I mean, I've seen, unfortunately, I've seen ferrets get caught in all kinds of things, dishwashers and dryers and horrible things where we've seen horrible injuries. So in order to prevent that, you really need to ferret proof the room that you're going to let your ferret run around in. Um, and that means tying up all kinds of cords, um, you know, uh, making sure windows and doors are uh, shut tight, uh, making sure that anything valuable that could be picked up off the floor and eaten uh, is put away. We know that ferrets really love to chew on rubbery things. So making sure there's no rubber on the floor, little rubber balls, um, making sure they can't get into the couch and chew on the couch. I've seen that. Um, ferrets also love to chew up shoes. So if you value your shoes, you want to put those away before your ferret is out and you do ideally want to supervise your ferret um, if you have your ferret running around the floor but again as much time as possible out of the cage I would say a minimum of, of at least an hour a day you know most people um, are not home during the day and many ferrets are sleeping in their cages but they're very social so when you come home from work in the evening that's a great time to let your ferret out and run around um, giving the ferret toys to play with, um, safe things they can chew on, hard substances, you know, some of the toys that are made for dogs or cats that are really, really hard. Um, I don't like rawhide, but other um, hard, hard, uh, solid toys that uh, can't be chewed up and swallowed easily, very, very important. Uh, you just want to keep them away from anything that has little objects that can be chewed off, bitten into, and swallowed, and that could cause a foreign body uh, gastrointestinal obstruction in the GI tract or the gastrointestinal tract of your ferret. Um, but exercise really is important to keeping that weight off of ferrets who just love to eat all day if given the opportunity. Let's go on to another question in our mailbag. Um, Susan B. from Texas asks, um, does my rabbit need hay? Um, that's a great question, and I think I'm probably asked that question nearly every day, and the answer is a resounding yes. Hay should make up the main ingredient in your rabbit's diet. And while we're talking about rabbits, we could say the same for guinea pigs. Rabbits and guinea pigs uh, have uh, the kind of teeth are different because rabbits are lagomorphs and um, guinea pigs are rodents, but they both have continuously growing teeth, um, and the teeth grow and grow and grow, and without um, chewing on the kind of roughage that they chew on in the wild, um, the kind of rough grasses and shrubbery and that kind of thing that um, the animals are eating in the wild, their teeth tend to overgrow, and they can actually overgrow and be very painful. In some rodents, uh, we see like in guinea pigs and chinchillas, they get impacted teeth, which are kind of like impacted wisdom teeth teeth and people where they just get backed up into the gums. Rabbits will um, have their teeth hit inside their mouths and they'll get sharp edges and points because they're not wearing them down properly because they're not chewing on hay. Um, they're eating more of the crumbly kind of dry pellets that will feed rabbits and, and also guinea pigs and some rodents obviously um, like chinchillas and guinea pigs. Uh, and the pellets that we feed them just don't really promote teeth wear because they're crumbly and they're dry and they don't have to chew on them very long um, to uh, swallow them so they don't really grind down their teeth properly. Plus the other thing about hay beside the fact that it helps wear down their teeth and has obviously has those, that dental benefit to it um, in keeping them chewing longer is that hay is also very very high in fiber and the main component of rabbits diets and ideally guinea pigs and even chinchillas diets too should be fiber. So uh, 
hay is very important in these animals' diets. Um, typically, we will feed Timothy hay, which um, is a standard hay that's fed to all kinds of um, adult rabbits and rodents, guinea pigs and chinchillas. Um, and we like it because it's not very high in calcium. Sometimes if we feed too much calcium to rabbits and rodents when they're adults, they can develop bladder stones. The calcium actually um, sediments out like sand in their urine and can stick together and form these little stones in their kidneys, in their bladder, um, in their urinary tract. So um, while uh, other kinds of hay, like alfalfa, which is high in calcium, higher than Timothy hay, are fine for rabbits and rodents who are growing, um, making new bones, um, or for those that are nursing, lactating animals um, that are producing a lot of calcium in the milk that they're, they're making for their young. Um, if you have an adult rabbit or an adult guinea pig or chinchilla, uh, you really have to watch the amount of calcium that they're eating. So ideally, a Timothy hay-based pellet is what you'd want to choose. There are some other lesser-known hays like meadow hay or oat hay. Um, those are tasty too, and a lot of uh, our pets like those hays as well, and they are lower in calcium than alfalfa. Um, so yes, hay should be the staple of these animals' diets. Very, very important. Um, important, as we said, from the dental benefit of wearing down their teeth as they spend that long time chewing those long strands of fiber uh, in the hay. And also really important because fiber is the main ingredient that they need in their diet to promote good gastrointestinal health. Um, normal motility of their intestines and um, helping keep all those bacteria that are in their intestinal tract happy that ferment all their food. So they rely on all that fiber to keep that population of bacteria happy. If they're not getting enough fiber in their diet and they get too many carbohydrates, like from too many pellets, um, rabbit and rodent pellets we know are delicious, but they're delicious to those animals because they're high in carb, but we all love to eat carb. So if they eat too many pellets, um, the pH or the acidity of their gastrointestinal tract changes and the gas producing bacteria like to live in that pH in their intestinal tract and all the really healthy, happy bacteria that help ferment their food um, and digest it properly, properly when they're eating a high fiber or high hay diet, they're overwhelmed by all those gas producing bacteria um, if they're getting too many carbohydrates and that can cause a lot of gastrointestinal upset. Um, it can cause what we call um, GI or gastrointestinal stasis, um, which is a slowing down of the passage of food through the GI tract. And it can ultimately cause horrible problems, illness, bloating, gassiness, um, discomfort, you know, lack of appetite, weight loss, and ultimately it can be a life-threatening condition. So it is critical to feed your rabbits and your guinea pigs and your chinchillas um, lots and lots of hay. It should be the staple in their diet. So um, these are some of the questions that we had in this week's mailbag. If you listen in again soon, we're going to go back to our mailbag and answer some other questions that listeners have written in. Just remember that throughout uh, these episodes on Zoo Nation, you can follow our Zupreme Facebook page um, where we're going to have posts before every show where you can ask specific questions about your pets, um, anything in particular you want to know that you want me to answer. Uh, and I will answer those questions on the show as I have today. You'll also, again, 
again, see some sneak peeks to episodes there that you may have missed. So don't forget to take a look at that Zupreme Facebook page. Um, if you do have any specific questions too, you can feel free to contact us at 1-800-345-4767 or at customercare at zupreme.com. This is Dr. Lori Hess, uh, and thank you so much for listening to Zoo Nation today. Thank you for listening today. Dr. Lori Hess is a leading exotic animal veterinarian with a busy veterinary practice in Bedford Hills, New York. If you need more information on any Zupreme product or have questions for Dr. Lori, go to our website at www.zupreme.com where you can contact us. 